So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Hey, thanks for checking out this podcast on Sports Keto Wrestling. If this is your first time, don't make it the last time. Subscribe as we have weekly content about the biggest breaking news, interviews with the biggest names, and maybe even coming up here, oh, I don't know, Stoko Steve Austin. Yeah, that'll be dropping soon on this same podcast feed. What is going on, everybody? It's Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of Unscripted Listeners Tuesday nights. You know what that means. I have some of the biggest, the baddest, the best wrestlers of today and yesteryear. And guess what? Tonight is no different. Why is tonight no different? Because I have a spanky of a guy that's going to come on the show tonight. Listen, interesting thing about this guy, man. So former TNA X Division champion, two-time wwe world tag team champion former cruiserweight champion that's cool big of a big list of accomplishments in his long story career as a professional wrestler but i'm gonna give this guy another accolade that it's not in the books but it's in my books and that is interim wwe champion ladies and gentlemen you can't and you can't say nothing about it he is the brian kendrick how are you tonight my man Hi, Dr. Chris. Thanks for having me. Man, it's great to have you on the show. Uh, as far as that uh, interim champion, the uh, what I consider it is I'm a former current WWE champion. You were the so longest. Former champion. <laughs> yeah. You were the longest in that match. Yes, you were. <laughs> I was the longest current champion. Yes, you yeah. are. It's, a, it's really nothing, but it's neat. It is neat, man. It's it really neat. was neat. It's I, neat. Think, I, I believe you told Triple H that you were the longest current <laughs> wwe champion back in uh was it unforgiven 2008 that sounds about right that yeah, sounds yeah. about right what a uh you won a battle royal and smackdown i believe right before to be in the in the uh unforgiven scrambler I, th- I don't think they've ever had a championship scrambler ever again after that the first and yeah. i think i think you're right i think you're right um that's a shame because as far as i know like it got it got MVP Shelton Benjamin and myself in, in the mix in that match with with Triple H and, and you know Jeff Hardy who's already selling massive amounts of T-shirts and a big star but but we gotta be in the mix if for a night so it was a cool way to give guys a rub even just for a little bit you know That's it's right. it, it's exciting. That's right. And MVP was never a current champion. Shelton <laughs> Benjamin was never current champion. <laughs> But this guy right here, he was the current, longest reigning current WWE champion. Yes. So take that away <laughs> Put from that me. on my tombstone. That's right, man. <laughs> man, well, before we get into these questions, man, you uh, still are a man of many projects. I know you got some uh, appearances coming along. So uh, let the listeners know you got a you got a wrestling school. You got a lot of things going on in the pro wrestling business. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh... 
boy, I got, you know, I got a sign up at the the Quaker Town Farmer's Market and, and wrestling up in there again for, for Offer Junior. I do that, uh, you know, every few months and it's it's a blast. And, uh, you know, I train kids on Thursdays and on Tuesdays. Uh, I uh, double booked myself this week, actually triple booked. I'm, I, I had to leave the middle of a draft to do this and I had to rearrange practice for tonight. But uh, um, thank you. But for then, that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I got Justin Jefferson, so I'm happy. The rest is whatever. Nice. Um, and uh, and then I guess the the thing that brings me the most joy is Wrestling Pro Wrestling, which is a, a wrestling project that my friends and I do. That's comedy based. That my students wrestle for. So that that's that's what I do. As much wrestling stuff as I can. Fantastic. Where can people find you on social media? We'll plug you at the end too, but we want to plug you before too. Where can people find your your endeavors on social media? I'm going to say it's Mr. Brian Kendrick, uh, at Mr. Brian Kendrick. Sounds good. All right, ready to dive into these questions? Let's do it. All right, Guillermo's asking, how did the Brian Kendrick uh, come to an end, uh, come to be, and in some way that gimmick allowed to become WWE champion, even if the reign doesn't count? Well, it doesn't count to Guillermo, but it counts to me. <laughs> well, we'll never be in the record books. I know what he means. Um, yes, yes, so, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a long story, but essentially it came out of, um, out of frustration and, and me, um, you know, demanding a push. I, you know, I was really angry and, and full of testosterone. And, and so through all that, uh, Vince sent me down, go pick, pick up a heater, which was Ezekiel Jackson, um, cut a promo for Vince that was written for me. He didn't like it. He said, what do you got? I gave him a promo. He said, that's better. He says, but you're the Brian Kendrick. So that was all Vince. Vince came up with the Brian Kendrick. And I think without the Brian Kendrick and the leather jacket that my wife made, I, I'm just a, a skinny guy slinking around dancing and looking foolish and no one buys it. But the V in the jacket really helped. I'm a sucker for good theme songs too. The man with the plan theme <laughs> song was pretty cool too. And you would come out and you would have your little walk and stuff like that. It was like, it was like Brian Pillman meets like Leonardo DiCaprio meets like, uh, um, there's another, there's another actor that I'm missing too, that, that mm. had a, uh, missing link that, that, that was there too. It was, it was like, it was another one too, but it had that type of feel to it. That was like really, really cool, man. It's a really cool type of character. The jacket really, really helped you too. I think, I think really, was, yeah. really helped. It was a long time ago when I was young, uh, Raven, uh, said, uh, get, get, get a jacket. And I guess that's just the line he tells everybody. But he's right, you know. Otherwise, you're just the guy in the ring. I'm just Brian Kendrick, a skinny kid, uh, with a jacket, with a name. You know, it, it makes a big difference. So this was fresh off the London split, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was it? You know, did you catch any heat with with London? As you know, there was a lot of friction going on there. It was it. How was it to separate yourself from that? Was it difficult? Or was it uh, was a little easier to to get uh, to separate yourself from the tag team? The thing the thing with with the tag teams, and I don't know how it is today. I don't uh, I don't watch modern wrestling not because I don't like wrestling. It's just that I'm not interested in storylines. I, I still love wrestling and all things about it, but um, tag team wrestling just isn't 
uh, it only goes so far. It's a, it's a, it's an act. It's a, it's an, it's a great act and it makes for exciting wrestling. But at that time, the act was only going to be, you know, one to two segments on a show and it's always going to be where it needs to be. And so, you know, we, we, we found this out directly. And so it was time for us to split and, um, but you know, for, for a year and a half, we got to do some really cool stuff together. And I was a huge fan of y'all's theme song too. Actually, you and uh, Brian, Brian <laughs> yeah. London, man, it was really cool. You would come out with the mask and do a little, you know, kind of uh, tilt. You know, I mean, was it uh, was it Ashley Mazzaro y'all were with? As a, it was, it sure, yeah. it sure was. Yeah, Ashley Mazzaro was with us yeah. for for. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, let's see. Let's what was that? Fun. I, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. You froze a little bit, but it's cool. Uh, let's see. Rorito's asking, who are your top five cruiserweights of all time? And uh, what did you enjoy the most about your first time in WWE? Hmm. So, top five of all time, it can be Rey Mysterio, uh, Tiger Mask, um, Dynamite Kid. Hmm. Eddie Guerrero and Chris Jericho, um, and I, you know, I, that, but it was also I'm I'm 43, so the uh, when Nitro was on, uh, I was in high school. It was perfect time. Um, so those guys really, really, uh, and then the the tape trading from there, um, and then the second half. Oh, uh, what I enjoy the most about my first time in WWE, um. I I got to meet all the the wrestlers. So when I was first there, I got to meet like all the guys on TV. And I was there by myself. I didn't um you know, I didn't didn't know anybody and it was just at the end of this was, you know, as as um Cena was uh starting to become, you know, something. There were the the ruthless aggression era. So mm-hmm. um I got I to gotta meet everybody. Wow, and I'm just a boy. And so that was exciting looking back on it. Um, at the time, I didn't really appreciate it, but that would be the uh, the highlight. And I'm sorry I pressed the button because my phone warned me it's overheating. So uh, just oh, in case I disappear. Just in case gotcha. I disappear. Gotcha. Uh, King of uh, Hueco Mundo is asking, what, those, what does Brian think of the controversy in AEW? Is it at work? Uh, the CM Punk stuff with uh, the EVPs, I suppose he's talking about. So, okay. So what I know is a, a wrestling highlight. So, I mean, like the uh, uh, headline. So I'll, I'll, I'll check the same. I don't know if it's a good, bad, or any worse than any of the other ones, but it's the first one that I check. It's just the only one, wrestlinginc.com. Okay. And uh, th- did anybody die today? anything and then and then if anything interests me i'll click on it but i don't like when it comes to the gossipy stuff like that i don't i i don't know i i saw that that cm punk's name is mentioned and stuff but i didn't click the article uh and do i um do i know if it's a work or not i don't i don't know what kind of program AEW runs i mean i don't know if they're a program that blurs the lines or not so um if they're a company that blurs the lines, then I don't know. It sounds like uh, 
there's a chance because we're talking about it. Uh, so that's that's interesting. But I, I really I don't keep up with modern wrestling. I apologize. Uh, no worries. Uh, speaking of AEW, Jeff is asking, totally enjoyed uh, your time in WWE. You were so much fun to watch. I thought 205 Live was all you. Any chance we'll see you in AEW? I don't know, Jeff. I got fired my first day of work at AEW. So I don't know. I don't know. Oh, so. what, what happened there? Yeah, so, uh, so an old video surfaced of uh, it was brian kendrick's conspiracies and i talked about every sort of conspiracy and list any sort of conspiracy uh the day i was set to debut in my gear uh article comes out somebody uh uh put out the video and that was it they they washed their hands of me and well it took a couple of months but i was asked to leave and so yeah it's all who knows who knows uh so i i don't imagine anytime soon mm. Did, did Tony have any plans for you or were you just like another name that he brought in among many names to just be there? Like, what did I, he have I, any plans for you at all? I, like, I don't know Tony enough to know, you know, I, I, I meet a lot of people who say things and, and so they, they could say this, that, and the other, but I don't know Tony enough to whether or not he's going to follow through. Uh, mm. But yeah, there was there was I wasn't I wasn't coming in for one off. There was there was supposed to be something, and that was the idea. And it it would have been nice, but it who knows? You know, uh, yeah, here we are. So I I don't know. I don't know if we really would have done something, but it, I was under a contract. Yeah, two in cool. fact. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Kelvin is asking, uh, do you keep in touch with Paul London? I don't. I don't. Uh, we fell out of touch over the years. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Andrew is asking, uh, do you have any zero one to Japan stories? Uh, sure. I mean, yeah, that was uh, one of my favorite times um, <clears throat> in wrestling in my life. I guess I, you know, most of my life was wrestling. So uh, I think was reminiscing with Jason Legend. Uh, George, who was out in California recently, um, years ago we had a day off in, in outside of Hiroshima, and all the gaijin, which just means non-Japanese, were all huddled up in a hotel room uh, with the day off, and we got water balloons, and we were throwing water balloons at strangers, and uh, Otani had to get us out of trouble with security, and, and so it, that was a it was a special memory, but it was a lot of goofing around. It was a lot of goofing around with with Steve Carino, C.W. Anderson, and Sanjay Dutt, and Alex Shelley, and I said Jason Legend, and there's a, a lot of friends. Gallo, who I just ran into recently, and on and on. Anyways. Nice, nice. Uh, AJ is asking, uh, have you, how, how did you learn about Ashley Mazzaro's uh, passing, and did you talk to her before she passed? I had talked to her once since you know we had not seen each other in years um it might have been a year or two before she passed um i don't remember how i heard uh i don't think i was called but I, I i think maybe somebody texted me uh but i don't i don't i don't remember i don't remember what i was doing uh, at gotcha. the time 
stories with uh, your best moment with uh, Shawn Michaels uh, uh, as your as your teacher. Um, <clears throat> I guess the the fu- the funniest would be, uh, you know, I was I was very intimidated by him. Um, he was very serious, and I was very young, and uh, I was also I worked very hard. I was the one guy who helped set up the ring with the ring crew. Uh, I would hand out flyers. So one time, a friend of mine, uh, another wrestler, said he was going to hand out the flyers, and he didn't. Uh, and so I got yelled at by Sean before my match as my music was getting ready to go. And he's screaming at me about the Flyers, only for Coach Rudy to tell him, like, you, you yelled at the wrong guy. You really should apologize. So his way of apologizing was smiling, patting me on the back and telling me I had a good match. And that was the closest I got to an apology because, you know, what's he going to do, apologize to a pimply 19-year-old? <laughs> well, ladies so, and gentlemen, now he's a non-pimply, uh, former current champion, forty-three-year-old man. So, Shawn Michaels, you owe this man an apology. Uh, <laughs> Twenty-four years later, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and he's waiting. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Don't yeah. make him wait too long. <laughs> oh man, uh, Kelvin is asking, how was it working with Brock Lesnar? I loved it. I loved it. Um, you know. If I had my pick, you know, the uh, David versus Goliath, that's that's what I was born to play. I'm, I'm a small guy. Uh, I like to sell. Um, I love all aspects of, you know, wrestling. But but playing a baby face against a monster, I really love. Um, I, you know, and as a, as a, a guy in his, his early 20s, that's when it was at my best, you know, because I just looked like a kid. I was small. Um, yeah, it was really, really fun. Speaking of that, didn't you beat Abyss for the uh, Cruiserweight uh, for the uh, X Division Championship? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it was uh, it was one of those those is Ultimate X the one that has the the mm-hmm. crisscross. Yep. Okay, uh, and man, I mean, good for them. To, I remember the first time they did one of those. My buddy Matt Bentley, who trained at Sean's School, was in it, mm-hmm. and that belt just kept falling down with nobody. <laughs> but they, they, anyways, when Abyss and I did it, it stayed. It was great, and that sucker picked me up to choke slam me. When he went and picked me up, I gave me the boost I needed, and yay! Real simple, baby. You know, David versus Goliath, and it's mm-hmm. just a matter of of showing heart. And, and so, I really, I really like doing that, and I don't mind getting smacked around a little bit. So, it, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really fun, yeah. I, I like those roles. Yeah, it really is. I mean, that's that's one of those things that I never age. You know what I mean? Like it's just the, the David and Goliath mm. uh angle. You know what I mean? It's it's just there's so many different types of ways to be baby faces and heels nowadays. But you know, when it comes to angles, you know, people want to rally behind the underdog. You know, I mean that's that's an age that's an ageless, you know, uh type of phenomenon. And so I think you know, people like you definitely fit that role really well, and I think you did a really good job uh, throughout your career, specifically um, in in uh, in TNA against the Bis. That was pretty cool uh, to see that. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, let's see. Elvis is asking, "How did you get picked to sing?" He's really, really sorry to Undertaker in the <laughs> rap battle against Cena. I still remember. Um. So. 
feels a concoction of of both Bruce, excuse me, Bruce Pritchard and Paul Heyman. Um, and so, uh, like I just I was willing to do it. And so they, uh, Bruce said, okay, well if he, you know, here's the words, go in. I want you to interrupt the meeting. And Vince has his meetings. I didn't know any better. Like I'd be petrified. But uh, so okay, you know, and I went. And I didn't like. Are you sure? And just go in. So I slide in. And I'm really, really sorry. And I interrupt the the meeting. And that's what convinced the boss to let me do it. I guess that was my audition. Was interrupt the meeting with the uh, with the song that they wrote for me. And uh, nice. yeah, it was, it was it was a fun gig. Yeah, very nice. Speaking of uh, petrified, how was it working with Vince McMahon? How was the aura of Vince McMahon? I still get nervous around him. I mean, well, I mean, still, I don't, I don't I'm not around him. Mm-hmm. But uh, even, you know, last year, this time last year, agenting, or when I was down a little bit before the mania in Tampa doing some agenting, you know, I'm, God, what I'm afraid to say is, is stuff like this, Doc. I'm afraid to say, I'm sorry, boss, I, I didn't, I couldn't hear you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I'm sorry, do you mind speaking up? It's, it's, you know, we're way back here and nobody does, but nobody says, Hey, you know, it's just, and, and, uh, so now I just, I feel like I'm, uh, I've always just felt like a child. I never felt like a man enough to like go, Hey, just, and sorry, I don't, I don't get what it is you're trying to say. I would mm-hmm. just pretend and fake my way through it, I guess. Uh, and I don't think I was alone, but I don't want to call yeah, anybody was, else out. I, you know? Well, I was going to say, you don't have to say names, but no. was, that, was that a common type of feel around Vince? Like people didn't really, like they felt so intimidated that they just kind of had to pretend that they heard him or pretend to like disagree when they don't know what the heck he said type of deal. I, I mean, it, I had that impression. I had that impression that it wasn't just me. Um, because at first I'd look around like, is anybody, can anybody hear them? But they, you know, I'd look and like, maybe, maybe, maybe they can, or maybe they're faking it. And I'm just going to start faking it too. I, I couldn't, I couldn't do that very long. I had to tell Johnny, I, it's, it's not for me. Uh, it, that's a hard, that's a hard job. That's a hard job. Those, those agents have, it's pretty thankless. You have to relay um, what the boss and the writers want. and get the talent to you know the talent has to be satisfied too and at the same time like a loss is a loss nobody's really winning or losing you know nobody's ever really won a match but at the same time if you lose in two minutes and that's the first time you wrestle while it's also like am i am i losing my job Mm -hmm. so it is a scary position for these wrestlers and so to have to navigate that as a former wrestler to 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 try to get everybody on the same page and then the dynamic of being on the headset, calling the shots, hopefully getting the things across, and then getting time to talk to the boss to get it approved. It's it's really tough. Those guys have a hard job there, and they you know the few months I did it, they really helped me out. And it's uh, yeah yeah it's it's tough. Is there any match that you agented that uh, sticks out the most during your tenure there? Uh, so. Yeah, I mean the my favorite one I did was at NXT. It was uh, it was Walter versus Ilya, and at the same night, I, you you, did, you yeah, did that? yeah. So I did that one, and I did Dakota. I, I did Dakota and Raquel the same night. But but here's the thing: it, what makes like 
I know that those guys, what they do, they're awesome. Um, so, you know, I hope that the guys who are 10 years younger than me are 10 years better than me. Like, they should be better than me. Right. So I know they know their stuff, you know? So they, you guys just tell me what angles you want to get, what kind of camera angles, this, that, and the other. They're kind enough to ask my thoughts on stuff, but, you know, I just – I just, get those shots, you know, and, and same with Dakota and Raquel, they're really smart, clever wrestlers and, and uh, they put together really good matches. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Very nice. I mean, heck, because of so, and it was, what I'm saying is that there's no credit for me to take in those. They, the wrestlers did it. That's what made it so fun. Sorry. I'm done. I, I I get it, but I, I'm not I'm not gonna let you off the the, the handle like that, man. I, I think I think you get some some credit for agenting, you know, the, the, the that type of match, especially Dragon Off and Vata, you know, uh, or Gunta is what his name is now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it it you know it's it takes kind of someone to steer the ship, you know, when it and just kind of kind of. Uh, uh, kind of provide the tools you know for the match and it's up to the wrestlers to put the tools together and use the tools you know what i mean given to you from the match so a lot, i mean the agents are a lot of the brains behind the match that that we see so you know i i i under i appreciate your humility there but uh i i'm gonna put you over there man so uh thank you for I, providing that to us i appreciate that doc but really what what i will take credit for is uh having faith in them yeah. uh that 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 i i trusted what they were gonna do and if anybody's gonna get yelled at it'll be me mm -hmm. uh you know that's 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 my job so if i didn't like it i would have corrected it but I, I i didn't i didn't change nothing uh so yeah the, the most i could do is say that uh that i believed in them that was it yeah nice nice um there's a uh, one here that was pretty cool about uh yeah returning impact has that ever crossed your mind oh sure hey i reached out to jimmy jacobs uh you know once i got free of my contract from aew would you guys have any interest and uh he you know he said he'll run up the flagpole and came back and hey sorry not at this time buddy okay appreciate you asking so i mean not only was there interest i i, I reached out you know Hmm. Really interesting. I, I hope uh, you know. I hope they consider you, man. I mean, you know, you've you've got a a big a big uh, resume, pre pretty loaded, pretty pretty large resume full of accomplishments, man. So even from an agent perspective, even from backstage perspective, would you be interested in returning to NXT as an agent? I mean, I, I at this point, I wouldn't say no to anything. You know, not not right now. Uh, not not say I would say yes to everything right now either, or yes to anything. Yeah. But but uh, no, I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. But the the you know the the comic tragedy with all this 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 AEW me getting fired thing. It was it's it's because I left I left WWE. I left NXT as a coaching producer to go and wrestle again, and and that was it. I asked for my release so I could tried to go wrestle and I was getting ready to go wrestle and boom. Uh, so this is it. Uh, so I'm out doing the Indies again. I would love to wrestle. I would love to wrestle. Uh, my goal isn't to agent. My goal isn't to produce right now. Um, but uh, I, I, I'm in no position to say no to anything. If, if anything I learned is uh, 
the you know the the irony in in all these words and and you know they sure will come back to to bite you so i won't say yes or no to anything fair enough um nexus uh cw dr chris i like the brian kendrick gimmick uh with ezekiel jackson uh and can you ask him why wwe released him back in 2009 Yes, the official reason was that they uh, had nothing for me. That that was it. That, you know, it was uh, um, writers have nothing for you. Uh, then I was told that you know I, I wasn't buying that answer. I was then told it's because I wasn't getting the job done, and I you know I called I called baloney on that too. But the truth was, I, I had an attitude problem. I had an attitude problem. This was a time when they had the pop policy. It was a thousand dollar fine, and they talked to me about it, and I didn't care. Take my thousand dollars. I didn't care. Uh, I was, you know, who cares? It's a thousand bucks. I, I want to get high. That was that was my response. Mm -hmm. Well, if they want to push me, how can they how can they push me? Meaning, if if John Cena gave those types of answers. Uh, and I, I never had it in me to be, uh, to do what he does, but if, but if he gave those kind of answers, then he wouldn't be doing Snickers commercials. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't be doing transformers. He wouldn't be doing any of these things. He's got to, you know, you, you, you can't just be a selfish, you know, jerk like that. And, uh, so that was it. I wasn't, a, I wasn't a good company person. I might've been a talented wrestler. I thought I was, but uh, it wasn't worth the headache. There's plenty of talented wrestlers. Any regrets on that vein or no? Uh, my, my regrets are, uh, I wish I hadn't have said so many nasty things to people over the years. Those are my only regrets. Uh, outside of that, like any of these things have led to me opening my wrestling school years ago to meet the students, to run the wrestling show I do now and everything, you know, the, the, the coin gets here the same way, you know, so I'm, I'm fine with, with, I don't regret that. I just, it does. I, I do wish I had not said things to hurt people out of, out of frustration or anger. I, I wish I wouldn't have ever done that. Fair enough. Um, all right. Last question for the show tonight. New timers asking, uh, right. Maybe you and NWA, Billy is good and bringing talent with experience. Would you have uh, an NWA bone in your body, perhaps? I, you know, I, I, I sure. I mean, yes, yeah. I mean, I would again. I'd be, I'd be very interested in in that as well. And I've never, I've, I've never done any NWA before. So uh, for that alone, it's, it's intriguing. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to wrestle i'm i'm looking to wrestle so yeah absolutely well hey this uh you know sports kita has over three million followers uh billy corgan uh the uh the junior heavyweight championship division uh recently opened back up in the in nwa mm. i'm just saying <laughs> so it would be really interesting to see you there in the junior heavyweight division and hey, you know, you've, been, you've been current heavyweight champion before, man. You can be a heavyweight <laughs> champion again. <man>. So, <laughs> let the listeners know again about uh, your whereabouts, my man. Yeah. Uh, um, on social media, I believe it's 
uh, at Mr. Brian Kendrick. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's it. Uh, check out Wrestling Pro Wrestling or Wrestling PW is what it might be. Uh, and that's it. We're going to be on G4 tomorrow. Some of us goofballs on Attack of the Show tomorrow night. So really excited about that. Yeah, if you're interested in, in seeing Pop-Tart Boy and Giant Haystacks and uh, King Desi in the group, uh, check out Attack of the Show uh, tomorrow, 4 to 6 uh, Pacific. Fantastic. Brian, it's been a pleasure coming on the show tonight. I really appreciate your time, man. Thanks for the invite, Dr. Chris, and thanks for being so nice to me. Oh, my pleasure, man. Have a good night. Thanks. You too. Take care.